Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé the other way. As you know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, we have a new episode every Wednesday which we in which we break down two shows from TLC Network, past or present, and we deep dive and discuss all the chaos. So let's get into the chaos of this glorious 90 Day Fiancé franchise the other way. Good afternoon, early evening, Kate. Hello. How's it How going? How you doing? What's going on? Tell me everything. I'm good. Um, it's been, it was nice out this weekend and I got outside a little bit. And... Good. Is it boiling hot? No, it's it's not terrible yet. It's it's kind of yet. perfect right now. <laughs> it will yeah. get there. It will get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate, you know we like to talk beverage corner every mm-hmm. day. You know, yep. every party we like to talk about what we're sipping on, so the guests, so the guests, so the listeners can maybe imbibe with us. They may be listening to this driving and having a wine cooler um <laughs> thinking oh hope i don't get arrested but it's okay because i'm listening to tender pot love and care or you might be doing your ironing um and having a little drink so this week kate what are you sipping on i am sipping on a raspberry white claw hard seltzer i mean I said to you, like, it is, remember when these, oh God, jumping on the bandwagon of seltzers, if you were on that bandwagon, like, if you had a seltzer when all that came out, oh, the money you made, because we, that's all everyone drank for, like, two summers. Yep. And I drank so many White Claws. I drank so many, you know, the ones that really mess you up. 
really mess you up. And they're not seltzers. I think we talked about this before. Cut, the cut water drinks. Are you familiar with those? That's the brand, Cut? Cut water, cut water, yeah. Oh, cut no, water. no, I don't know those. Guys, if you know what I'm talking about, and of course, I usually get the majority of names. No, it is actually right, cut water. They're based in San Diego, but they're available everywhere, TJ's everywhere. Okay, they're not seltzers, but they're canned uh, cocktails. So maybe two, three years ago, um, we got some and I brought them home and it was like a Moscow mule or something. And everybody knows canned cocktails are terrible. Like there's, they're just sugar and like no alcohol. These things knock you off your ass. I have never, they have Mai Tais, they have everything from like just vodka, soda, whatever. But the alcohol content is so high. Listeners, if you're familiar, you will get it. Like you drink one and you go, whoa, like I'm um, I'm kind of tipsy. The second one, I don't remember that rest of the evening. I'm not kidding you. Like they drug you. They are so strong. They are so strong. If you ever want to go out and get messed up, which, you know, <laughs> we all have those. We all have those days. Drink one of these because you're halfway there already. It's insane how strong they are. And they're like reasonably priced, but they are very, very strong canned. They do like margaritas and they're like 12 bucks for a four pack. And they're just intense, intense. Be a cheap date with one of those. I really like guys. I like high noon as well. That's like vodka. It's like a vodka canned drink. Lovely, lovely. Well, guys, I'm I'm not having any anything alcoholic. Back to an old menace of mine, my Red Bull, sugar free, and it's because I need to stay awake tonight doing something after the potty, and it's not very great to be falling asleep in your drink. So I thought I have a little pep in my step. Have a little. It's a twelve ouncer. Not going to drink at all. We'll just do a quarter. Get through the potty. Pep in the step pep in the step at the at the bar and I'll be fine yeah that's very reasonable I think <laughs> exactly I feel very trashy doing it but it's okay um all right talking about trashy now hey tell me once again hang on we got to start with this is episode 13 of 90 day fiance the other way 13 entitled and you know Kate and I are obsessed with these titles cosmopolitan um Hey, you got to do the callback. Humpteeny. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we, we have our own special callback. And I think once we get into our live shows, that will be great for the audience. We'll just scream out Cosmopolitan, Humpteeny, back. Yes. But um, obviously re- reference to Vanderpump Rules. And we will say at the beginning of this, our Vanderpump Rules coverage episodes are now available in our regular feed. So guys, head over to our regular feed catch up on everything we've been talking about with um vanderpump rules i just wanted to put that out there okay title of this is called winds do not blow as the ships wish they're messing around with us now aren't they yeah they have to be kate who who are writing these titles (laughs) the mysterious janitor (laughs) at matt sharp productions i am obsessed by whoever is writing these titles they are like doing this nod and this wink to us all because i'm so excited every week to see what is it what is it and it's it never disappoints winds do not blow because 
it used to be the titles were just a quote from the episode. You know, it would always be something crazy that somebody said, and that would be the quote in the title. Mm-hmm. And now it's just this romantic poetry. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe inspired by Strange Beautiful. I don't maybe, know. maybe they contracted him to be yeah. the title writer. Little side gig. Yeah. It could yeah. be. So, Kate, in this episode, the winds do not blow as the ship's wish. I want you to tell me overall um, how you felt about this episode. We'd, we're going to go into specifics, but overall, how did you feel about it? It felt like a filler episode to me. It was really a whole lot of nothing, sort of. I felt the same. And I'm going to say I really felt the absence of Chris and Jamie. Yeah, I was, I kept waiting. Once it became apparent that they weren't going to have any segments, I was like, get to the good stuff. Yeah. Because they are so nuts, that that their storyline, that they should have been featured every week. That was a mistake production did. They should have featured them every week because there's so much craziness going on with those two. Um, And yeah, I think that a lot of it was, any idea how many episodes we have left? Do we know the answer to this? Uh, let me let me check and see if that's been announced or anything. Check it because this is thirteen. I know next week is a regular episode. After that, I mean, I would say thirteen for fifteen episodes, maybe. Would there fifteen? And then they'll probably do reunion of three. They'll probably do a three parter, um, or the tell all. I should say, I. Yeah, I don't know. This whole episode overall, it was just, I was like, come on, I want a little bit more drama. It was like, come on, where is it? You know, I need it. And it was like, we just did these random little scenes. I was like, I don't need this. I want to get back into the drama. So it was a little bit disappointing for me, this episode. Yeah, I'm not finding it. But I mean, we have Gabe and Isabel getting married next week. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm guessing they're, this is 13. I'm going to say probably 15. I think so too. I think we're getting to the end, guys. Um, so Jamie and Chris, we did not see them this week. Which, and we didn't, we didn't get Nicole in Egypt at all. Um, we got Mahmoud, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go first? I mean, let, the scene. Let's just talk about really yeah. quickly the Mahmoud scene because uh, it mean, was just blink and you'll miss it. It was, and also I don't know about you. This episode was like so heavy on subtitles because I feel like every episode before, like even though obviously they're marrying people from different countries, the majority of them speak pretty decent English. And and but this one, I felt like God, I had to read this entire episode. And I love having my subtitles. I have subtitles on regular TV shows. I love subtitles. But this is a show, much like our podcast, you're doing while you're sorting your laundry. So it's like. You're, I was just kind of like, oh, I can't, I have to keep my eyeballs. And yeah, we meet Macwood with his brother or friend, and he's basically just reiterating what him and Nicole discussed, right? Yeah, it's his brother, Ahmed, who has been kind of coaching them. He's been their relationship yeah. coach, sort of. And his advice is basically sweep everything under the rug, just agree with what she says so you guys can stop fighting for once. And that's not going to serve them because they have major issues to work out. So they can't just, and they're both physically incapable of moving on from these differences. So oh yeah, without, without fighting and screaming at each other. So uh, whatever. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's it's been, I mean, it was just like you say, it was blink and you miss it. It was just two of them sat there and they're going back and forth. And does has Mahmoud said that he would entertain the idea of going to America? No, he hasn't decided or given an answer, mm-hmm. I don't think. It's just so shocking for us as viewers. It's so shocking to have um, someone say, no, I don't want to come to the US because all, you know, we go through all these highs and lows of our great, of our great couples throughout the years. You know, there's been 80 to 90% of them just wanting a green card. So it's been really, it's very shocking when we're like, oh, actually, okay, they definitely don't want to come back. Um, So yeah, that was kind of everything with, with those two, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just introducing him again um where do we go next uh how about danielle and johan talk to me about these two what are you thinking about this Sitchi? this was a pretty uncomfortable scene it's basically there's they're at the house and she's cooking for him to get on his good side about yeah. going to meet up with her ex-boyfriend and then they go and meet up with him and johan is being very rude and she says it pretty well he's just humiliating her to make himself feel less insecure and to make her to punish her basically for for not doing what he wants he has a very nasty side to him yeah and it's it it, i guess it all stems from immaturity and jealousy but it's really hard to watch because you know you know i love that danielle and i wish baba was there to give her advice um, to kick more coconuts, to plant more banana trees, whatever she has to do. But you know what? So far, to be fair, none of that has worked because Johan still... Where's the butcher shop? Hang on. Where's the butcher shop? No mention of it in the past how many episodes? I just realized we have not seen that butch. We need to put like a wanted poster out for that butcher shop because it's gone. There isn't a mention of it. There's nothing. Because she gave him, last we heard, she was giving him nine months, I believe. It was some nine arbitrary months. amount of months sure. to get it going and make a profit. And Absolutely. he's like, okay. And they kind of agreed on that. And then they haven't had, they haven't shown any scenes there or talked about it. So maybe he's going there every day and we're just not seeing it, but we don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's very confusing. Um. But I've just remembered about the butcher shop. But no, he's just being. It's like you say. It is uncomfortable to watch. It's this man trying to humiliate her, make her feel small. Uh no, obvious. She is very tight. But you know, making her feel inadequate, making her feel poorly about herself. And I'm just like, oh, do is this really the storyline we have with these two? I prefer to see that that butcher shop and all the flies on on all over the place than this because it's just not pleasant it all stems back to her being friends with his ex-boyfriend and she keeps saying you know in this episode he changed the second i got off this plane to move here permanently he's changed he's angry he's nasty i don't like it i don't want an angry jealous man but it's like spoiler alert we already know she's still there and still with him so it's a bit annoying that we know that because this is all for nothing, really. She's not going to come back to America. She's not going to suddenly get her life back in New York. So she's going to stay there. Um, but they go and meet with this ex-boyfriend, which obviously production pushed for all of it. And it was horrible to watch. I didn't like watching it at all. 
He's asking him how big his penis is. Johan's asking the the ex-boyfriend. And he's asking about their sex life when they were dating and all this really immature, uncomfortable stuff. And Danielle ends up in tears. And he doesn't even seem to care. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's got a very cruel side to him. It's very cruel. And um, it was hard. It was really hard to watch. I didn't like this. There's usually some levity with these two. There's been a lot because, you know, the height difference, her beliefs, the fact that he thinks she's a witch. Like, there's always great. There's always a little bit of humor with them. But this is getting really dark. And you see her cry. She sat there crying. And I'm like, I don't want to see this with Danielle. Yeah, I, I'm wondering why she's still with him, why she's still there. And I mean, the reasons that we've talked about, just the sunken costs that she has in this relationship yeah. now hey, and she has having, having left New York and everything. But also, I think that things are good enough for her to stay and enjoy herself when she is going along with how he wants it to be. And so she probably finds herself kind of compromising on things just to keep the peace and maybe that's how she's able to kind of stay in it which is unfortunate it's just so hard to watch because I love her so much but yeah she's got you know when you make when you make such a big decision to change your life you tell all of your friends you make a massive move like she's no apartment to go back to she has no job to go back to and she's done it all and moved there so you can see she's kind of like well this is it got to do it now just got to take it on but she looks really unhappy very very unhappy at the moment so i don't really know how this is going to continue in the next couple of episodes i think they 90 day always loves to wrap everything up with a bow at the end so i think we'll see them fight a little bit more next week and then they'll have a resolution on the final episode and it will be you know them going well we know things are tough, but we're going to make it work. And that's kind of how I think they're going to end it. And then we'll see the backlash at the re- at the tell-all because there should be backlash on Johan. He's, what's going on? Like, what is, I don't think, he, you know what? I don't think he understands what he took on either. I think he thought, got the sugar mama coming, going to get everything paid for. It's going to be great. But then he's realizing there's a lot that comes with it. By the way, he's a stepdaddy because she is a kid. I forget, a grown up kid, but I forget about that. And he says he wants children, but, you know, she can't have, she's probably not going to have a child. I, uh, she doesn't have as much money, I think, as he probably thinks. It's, I think both of them are going, oh, shit, we're kind of stuck in this now. And I think there's probably a lot of resentment coming through, which is causing all of this. Absolutely. But it was like, it was just a downer on an already downer episode. I was like, no, I don't need to see this. Move on. It was, I mean, it was just so embarrassing in front of her friend too, to, to be treated like that in front of this guy that is seemingly pretty nice and, I know, you know, a buddy. So, oh, or Danielle. You know, my Danielle. I know. All right. What, where, which country are we going to next? Uh, Colombia. Let's go to Colombia. I kept seeing, it was really funny, I kept seeing all these memes on, on Instagram of just being like a photo of Monica, which is Gabe's sister, and being like, when you try to bring the dark drama in the least problematic couple, and it's so true, because we said from the beginning, Gabe and Isabel were the one we actually worried about that we weren't going to get a lot of content from. I was worried. 
Yeah. I mean, we had all this stuff with, oh, how is her family going to react to him being trans and proposing? And it was all this buildup. And then it was like, we love you, Gabe. It's fine. And it was like, oh, okay. And then it was like, is it the money? Is it the business? Now he's going back to the States to get his paperwork. Is is something going to happen there? No, he's back. He goes back and his mom and sister and her partner are visiting and they're kind of butting heads. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's very forced. We have Monica come over and Monica, the, the height of Monica's boyfriend compared to all of them. Did you see it? Like her boyfriend's like six foot six something and everyone else is like tiny. It was so funny. The comparison. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so Monica comes and it's one thing I did see about Gabe that I didn't like at all is, first of all, I don't like his um, very, there was a lot of childlike behavior I saw with Gabe. And one of them was the, you know, oh, no, I, I, why would I get, you know, a prenup? That just means you're going to get divorced. It's like, all right, wake up, just, just wake up a little bit, please, please. And also in this, like, in this situation, Monica and her boyfriend are sat there. Gabe and Isabella sat there and they're having this conversation. It gets emotional um, because Monica's saying, I don't really know anything about you. Gabe doesn't really tell me that much. You know, he only tells me the good things. So I'm asking about other things. And I had the impression you were controlling. And Gabe is putting his head down and putting his hands over his head. Like he doesn't want to be part of a confrontation. And Monica's saying, look, Gabe isn't confrontational. I get it. But grow up. Like, you have to deal with these people in front of you, deal with them head on, speak to them about what's going on. But I think he's someone that puts his head in the sand a lot, especially when it comes with relationships. I think he's very impulsive with relationships, like we were kind of told. Like, he gets tattoos of girlfriends' names really quickly and all this stuff. And he just, I don't know, I I got a really different side to Gabe. I was like, he seemed really young. Yeah, it was interesting. He he kind of just shut down. And that paired with the comment that Monica made about how she wants to know that Isabel is going to be able to help him with his emotions or something. Is that what she said? And yeah. I was like, well, what does that mean? I guess maybe just like depression and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I just, yeah. I don't know. It ended up, it was just, I was like, uh, we're trying to make something happen here. I, Monica seems fine with it. She just needed to really get to know Isabel. And then we see next week that he gets a text on the day of the wedding and he just says, Monica isn't coming and storms off. We know we're used to how 90 day works. We will get that text. She will turn up at the wedding. Yeah. Spoiler. We already know what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Um. So, yeah, I don't know about those two. I think, honestly, we kind of see how it's going to end up. We'll get some drama around the wedding. They'll get married and they'll be happy and that's it. Yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty much wrapping up for the season. We'll they are. A couple of wedding scenes next week. They are. The two that we have left both were very heavy this episode. So it was really focused around Jen and Rishi in India and Strange Beautiful in Morocco. Um Let's start with Jen and Rishi for obvious reasons, because, you know, we want to keep best to last. Um, So Jen and Rishi, oh, God, this is so ridiculous. So we saw last week that gorgeous translator came over. 
with um, Jen and her two buds. They're going to head over with Rishi to Rishi's parents, uh, his, his house with his mother and his uncle. And they are planned to just break it down, break it down. So they sit there, they get the translator, the mother's there, the uncle's there. And they start chatting, or oh, how many women has he been introduced to? And they're like, well, you know, three or four, two or three, whatever. She's like, okay, okay, okay. And then um, they just start getting the translator to tell them, basically, Jen and Rishi are in a relationship. And Rishi sat there just silent. Jen and Rishi are in a relationship and they're engaged. It's <laughs> uh, so awkward. It and And Rishi said nothing, right? No, he just sat there kind of rubbing his face with his hands. <laughs> like, oh, God. I mean, I, I yeah, he just, so the, the mother and the uncle in front of Jen took it pretty well, right? Right. So, so, so there's like ups and downs with how everyone's receiving everything. So at first it's, it's going well, Jen. So she's, she's okay with it. She's more okay with the matchmaking stuff now because she's like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that he had never met anyone in person. Yeah. And um, it was just talk and names being thrown around. Then there's an awkward silence and Randy is like, so they're engaged or whatever. And then they're kind of, yeah, they're being polite in the moment. They're kind of like, okay, and just taking the information in. Then they find (laughs) Jen's like, okay, we're going to leave so that you guys can talk and have a moment to yourselves. Yeah. And then she goes, Rishi walks the girls out and he's like hugging Randy saying, Oh, you made this uh, so easy on us. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then, I didn't get that. and then he goes back in and he's talking to the mom and the uncle and they get into it and they find out how old she is. And that's when they're like, no, this is not a good match. I mean, they even said before when they found out the age, the mother was horrified because uh, Jen is 48 and they said we will be humiliated. People will make fun of you. It, you know, they were just talking about how ridiculous it is. Then um we they do say, the mother says and the uncle said, we would have considered it if it wasn't for the age. But the age, the 16-year age gap, no. And the answer is no. And Rishi gets up and goes into the other room. I did think that he was doing a Ramona singer of the uh, 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 like no tears but there was a little bit of wetness under his eyes so there were tears that he squeezed out um and he's saying you know i just don't i don't know what to do and this is my family da, 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 da. then we see next week a beaming jen going so what did they say what did they say and he's like um he's gonna lie to her he's gonna fabricate what they said yeah, he's always just kind of waffling and saying nothing and it's going to be a non-answer and then she's yeah. going to have to bring Randy back in. Randy's going to have to deal with it all. <laughs> Randy is going to have to sort it all out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's... I mean, I think we're, pre- we're pretty much understand that 
that now they're they're separated. I mean, we saw from the clips from the tell-all, you know, he's like, I did something really, really bad. And I think I don't think Jen's gonna forgive him for any of this. And then but then again, didn't I also see something that they got married? I don't know. What do you think? I can see something coming out with him and another woman. I thought it was really kind of funny and interesting when uh the mom yeah at first because at first they were like what do you think they're asking the mom what do you think about all these questions we're asking you about women and him and aren't you confused and what do you think and she says well it seems like he likes a girl maybe one of the models he's always working with or one of the girls in his gym stop (laughs) and Jen just swallowed I can't I can't. It's too much. You know, all of those those very, very attractive, half-naked young women that he's around every single day? Well, you know, maybe one of those. Yeah, so maybe something comes out about a model or... I I mean, look, I was going to say she's no dum-dum, but, well... um, I don't think they're going to... I think next week we will get... I think we'll get them for... If there's two more episodes, we'll get them for the next two episodes. Next week, they're gonna, he's going to say that to her. I think he's going to... Final episode, she'll really understand that there's no... It's not going to happen. And then she'll go back to the US. Because I'm thinking that that thing I saw about them supposedly being married, I think that was actually a, a photo of them at the wedding that he brought her to when they first started dating. And remember he said, I think that's what it was. And someone online turned it into their wedding. I think that's what it was. Um, I don't think they get married, Kate. I think she ends up on that farm in that tractor back in Oklahoma. Yeah, she's going to have to just call it a day and head out. But I'll tell you, this is not the last we've seen her on 90 Day Franchises. She will be back. Oh, she's gold. Yeah. I need to see someone coming to the farm. Yeah. she's gonna have someone we will get that we will get her with somebody else absolutely we'll not it'll be the end of rishi for this but we will see jen with somebody else um on 90 day um we have one couple left and we talk about this being a downer and this one this one was hard kate multiple reasons because you know I believe in Strange Beautiful. I believed every single thing I heard from Osama. Um, I thought he really loved Debbie because they have their Strange Beautiful love and their poetry and everything just makes sense and it's all wonderful and beautiful. And then the end of last week, we saw them getting at each other about him basically saying, yeah, I'm coming to the US. And then where do we pick up on this, Kate? So... We pick up and it's still in that same scene and they're she's calling him out and asking, well, what did you really think was going to happen? What are your plans for this relationship? And he finally admits that like he his intent has been to get to the States, get a visa and and work there where people appreciate art. And she is so so incensed by this she's like you are a snake you are a liar she's like this has never come up in the years we've been talking the three years you have not said that this is your goal and (gasps) he moved her whole 
life. She she's breaking down. She's like, I opened up my heart a little bit after 12 years of, of not being with anyone. And I let this poem slip in that he wrote for me. And it was all about the poetry. Yeah. The beautiful love, you know, um, I mean, he basically, he basically says, um, he's basically, what have I got here? So they're sat and where they've been doing this painting and he's just going, no. And she goes, you're a snake. And he goes, yes, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that being all dramatic. And he's like, well, am I coming to the U S or not? She's like, no. And he goes, well, this is over then there's nothing. And then she, I love that. I'm so proud of Debs for standing up for herself. And she said, get me a taxi out of her. She got a taxi. She went to a hotel and, you know, he says in the confessionals. So he's like, the plan was that he says, yes, I told her we would be, we would be coming here for a little bit, but then we would be going to the US and that's where I'm going to make a lot of money. They all think this place is just paved in gold. Going to make a lot of money and um my art my art and poetry will be appreciated and um we will make a life for ourselves i mean he made like i'm surprised he even remembered to say ourselves instead of myself he said and ourselves our future will be there and and she's like no man she's like i never said that we were going to stay here and i will be going back to see my children every so often um, so she's just, she's heartbroken and I'm so proud of her for getting up and leaving that night. We do see next week. I'm a bit worried. We see her meeting up with them mm-hmm. and she says to him, you change, man, you change. Like you get angry and I don't like what I see. And, um, then she does say in a confessional, but true love will make anything work or something like that. And I was like, uh, oh, Debs. Well, maybe Julian will step in and save save her. Because she does that- Skype with him this episode. That's She's- true. Julian has said, we know that he turns up at the tell-all and he walks straight in and goes, how could you do this? So we have him to be on Debs' side, absolutely protecting Debs. But um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I am... I'm concerned. I believe in Debs. I believe that she stands up for herself and she's got her eyes open. However, strange, beautiful, and those, if that poetry gets in again, I'm worried in case that may change her mind. It's very powerful poetry, very powerful art. Very, the, 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 the drawings, the paint, the watercolors of the cats, his love for the animals. His poetry, I mean, it's also strange, beautiful, that I'm worried. You know what's so crazy? Someone, this was on another thing online that I was reading. We have not seen them. I'm trying to think if I've even seen them hold hands. We have not seen, certainly not seen them kiss. We've barely seen them hug. Like nothing. Nothing. That's so true. It's like a companion thing. It's a soul connection i don't it's, know maybe maybe it's one of those things where um like with uh muhammad and what's her name danielle danielle where it's like oh it's uh due to my culture i cannot touch you at all ever 
ever ever especially ramadan and ramadan isn't just a month it's actually gonna be this whole year this year like shit like that i mean i don't know i but they haven't even that greeting at the airport they barely hugged and debbie doesn't seem like one of these older folks that completely shuts down their sexuality or anything you know she's very in touch with her emotions and her body and I can see her, you know, still being quite frisky. So absolutely. She wants to kiss. She wants to, you know, paint in the nude. I can imagine she'd love doing stuff like that. (sighs) So yeah, this episode all in all, it was like a bummer, I think. That's kind of how I describe it. It hasn't been like the other ones where we have just been thrilled we have been filled with drama and joy but we did see next week jamie and chris the fighting begins oh my gosh did you hear what she's yelling at her we hear chris chris stomps away and she says i told you to shut the fuck up and you wouldn't listen it's like who says she she is so dark i really as i've said this before but i hope they go in at her on the tell-all i really hope they ask her the questions they need to ask her everyone online is talking about how she's has all these ailments and suddenly nothing they're talking about how awful she is she's no explanation for any of these disappearances like i need her to answer for what she's done me too. And I think that the castmates might go, might get these yeah. answers more so than Sean, which I'm fine with. Like, I want to see Debbie and I, I can see like, um, uh, 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 oh, I bet it would be, uh, Isabel maybe. I think is, I was going to say Isabel, I can imagine Isabel going in on her. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and I wonder what Nicole, we've seen shots of Nicole at the reunion. She looks amazing. Um, We can't, we only see from her top up. So we cannot, we do not know if that's a jump, if it's a suit or what's going on, but we will see. But she looks great. Um, She's such like a nervous little sparrow. I wonder what she's going to be like at the tell-all. I hope she gives it. That would be a nice surprise because I can't even picture that, but that would be really entertaining if she got into the mix. I would really appreciate that. And, you know, every day I'm driving around Los Angeles, my eyes are open for that hair because we know she's here. We know she's back here. She has to be back here. So um, don't worry, guys. I'm keeping my eyes open for her and I know that I'll find her. Um, and as soon as I do, it will be agents in the field. I'll do an on-the-spot interview. I'll get photos of her. I'll do whatever I can. Um, but I know, I know, I'm going to see her at some point. Maybe just start hanging around those flea markets, the vintage shops. I'm sure I will, as, as much as I can. Just start ordering a ton of food every single day to see if she'll deliver it to me. Yeah, you know whatever I have to do, I will. I will do it. It would be great, um, guys. So that's kind of our coverage of this week. I know it wasn't a ton, but there just really wasn't a ton to speak about. But if you have any other thoughts, as always, email us tenderlovingcarepodcast at gmail dot com and follow us on Instagram at tenderlovingcarepodcast. Um, we love you all so much, so 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 much. Um, and we will see you next week. Kate, any other any other little notes or messages for our listeners? Thank you for being here. If you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend. That's yes. that's always very helpful and have a great week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 